Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenflows Podcast. My name is Carlos. Yeah, my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Gerald's Game and Suburbicon, as well as discussing the highs and lows of TV this week. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> I won the poll, so that, that'll always put a pep in my step, you know? Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is the first time we're in the poll, and, like, the last three polls, the last four polls that we won, that's not the first one that you won. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, my winning streak is over. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointed in that. But... I knew it had to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Not that it had to happen, but I knew it was going to happen because it's Justice League. Uh-huh. Um, for those guys who voted Thor Ragnarok, thank you. But Justice League won 57% and Thor Ragnarok had a 43%. We had a total of 56 votes in the poll. We kept the poll up for a day. So you guys should have voted if you guys didn't vote. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't vote, yeah, man, I mean, it was... what are you doing? Yeah, like, I don't know what's wrong with you. I mean, it's Thor Ragnarok and Justice League. What the hell? Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks for voting on that. That was a good time. But, yeah, I... I we'll see who the real winner is yeah. when all these numbers Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> that's probably more important, to be honest, is who's Absolutely. actually right. Suck it if Thor Ragnarok wins. I'd be like, ha! Yeah. You may have won the battle, but I won the war. Uh, yeah, so we are in the middle of Stranger Things Season 2 weekend, so we understand if everybody is busy binging that show. I have finished it. I watched it in basically a day. Ozzy, you're on Episode 4, you said? Yep, probably. I'm going to try to finish it either today or tomorrow. Yeah, so either way, we should be completely ready to have a Stranger Things spoilers review on Wednesday. Season three to come out already. <laughs> uh yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> I mean it yeah, I'm really looking forward to talking about it. Anyway, uh I guess some other items for housekeeping kind of things is that my brother and our head of video production Enrique is going to be in town soon. Uh I believe he'll be here this coming weekend. So that is a good thing. That means he might be able to do some video stuff while he's here. He'll probably be able to be on for Thor Ragnarok review. So it'll be a good time either way. And yeah, Thor Ragnarok is this coming weekend, which is that part is the crazy part to me. Yeah, man. I mean, it feels like I'm, I mean, I like this part of the year. I mean, it definitely feels like a little bit of the summer just because we are getting two superhero movies and we've got Stranger Things. So it does feel like a kind of a mini summer. And I like that because it's, it's, uh, it's fall right now. So it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> Definitely. So to have two blockbusters and a hit show all come together within three weeks of each other. So yeah. That's nice. Nove- <laughs> November has always kind of weirdly been like a stacked month. So it, it's, it's a good time. It's my birthday month, man. It's my <laughs> birthday month. It's, you know, 
mostly month of the Scorpio. I don't know what to tell you. It's a good month. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> we are going to talk about Suburbicon, which is one of the major releases this week. But before we do that, I wanted to talk about one of the Netflix movies that came out just recently. It came out like maybe a month or so ago. And I kept hearing a lot about it, and I kept meaning to watch it, and I never got actually got around to watching it, but I finally did a couple days ago, so I wanted to talk about it because it is great. <laughs> and if it wasn't great, I probably would have just, like, whatever, moved on, but I really think that this movie is so freaking good. Now, it's not perfect, it's definitely got some problems that I'll talk about, but I'm talking about Gerald's Game. If you don't know what this is, the best way for me to describe it is it's basically Stephen King's version of 127 hours. So it's really intense, but it also has a lot of Stephen King isms. So you're going to have some minor horror elements, but a lot of intensity, obviously, and just some really disturbing and frankly, just I don't know, haunting imagery and haunting kind of situations. So basically what this movie is about is that this woman and her husband go away to this kind of secluded house and they're trying to spice up their marriage. So he handcuffs her to the bed. And while he is about to um, do the deed, he has a heart attack and... She is handcuffed to this bed and cannot move. And it is freaking crazy. This movie, she starts to have hallucinations and things like that. And it's her just trying to live and get out of this situation. And it is absolutely insane. It's one of the more, like, intense movies. I was on the edge of, like, I'm watching on my couch, and I'm just sitting there, like, about to fall off my couch <laughs> on the edge of my seat watching this movie. And honestly, like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I covered my eyes at one point. And it's not because of, like, oh, goriness or whatever. No, I was just, there was something that was truly frightening. And it was crazy. This movie is so good. Uh, it falls apart a little bit, and in the last act of the movie, I wasn't a huge fan of the last act, but the rest of the movie is completely worth it. I mean, excellent performances throughout, uh, obviously by your main character, and then the the husband is also plays a pretty big role as well, and it's it's just, it's really intense. That's the word I would use to primarily describe this movie as just intense. And I highly recommend this movie. It is amazing. Now, I will talk about my biggest negative, and that is the last act. I think it goes a little too long, and they kind of take the side story a little bit, a, a couple of steps too far, to be honest. Like, I didn't need all of this extra stuff that we got at the end, but... Uh, I, in a way, I understand, but in a way, it just feels like it's they were trying to too hard to match the Stephen King elements of it, uh, where they were trying just they 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 just took a path where I'm just like I don't think we needed to necessarily go there. You had me with even that element of the movie before, but now we've overexplained it. I don't really need it, and that that's my biggest problem. I wasn't a huge fan of the last 10, 20 minutes of this movie. But I'm telling you, the first 
the first two thirds plus of this movie makes the entire thing completely worth it. It's fantastic. And my rating for this movie is going to be an 8.3. It is a great freaking movie. So highly recommend it. Check it out. It's on Netflix. Watch it. Gerald's Game. Interesting. I'm interested. So, yeah. All right. Now we can move on to Sororicon. And Ozzy, I am very... I mean, look, I know I say a lot that I'm curious what you have to say about this movie. But I am really curious because after you saw this movie, you texted me and told me to let you know when I saw it. But I didn't get to see it until last night. And I know you were busy. So when I texted you, you didn't respond. So now I'm just... I'm really curious what you wanted to talk about with this movie. I was just like... Look, the movie's bad. Just straight up, it's bad. Yes. But um, I was just kind of confused as to why he. I, I like, the thing is, it's, it's spoilers. I don't want to get into spoilers. Okay. So let's just review it, and then I guess we'll talk about it after. Okay. But That's fine. um, one thing I'm gonna say, the trailer kind of is a mismarket. Well, that's true. It's, yes. <laughs> it's, it's definitely mismarketing because at first, when you see the trailer for Suburbicon, right? Um, you think it's about this guy, like, okay, his wife gets murdered, and basically, you think that the mob is after him for something, you don't know why, and he starts, like, from what I got from it, he just started accidentally killing, like, mob members, and it was supposed to be, like, a dark comedy, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I got. It was starring Matt Damon, Julian Moore, got Oscar Isaacs also featured in there, right? It's not that. It's something completely different. And it's (laughs) just... Yeah, it's something completely different, and it's twisted, and I did not like where they took the story at all, whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, okay, this... All right. I think... All right, th- this is my problem here. This is... I, I don't know what this movie wanted to be. I really don't. I. It's just... I don't understand what it was going for. That's my biggest question here, and... That's what I really want to talk about is I don't know what this movie was going for. I think I think it was supposed to be a dark comedy. I think. But it was way too much dark and not enough comedy, if that makes any sense. You know? 100%. It, it's just it, it's it's really a messed up movie and they don't give you really anybody to root for other than the kid. And that's really not enough because we don't get much about him. And honestly, there wasn't a character that I really super cared about until Oscar Isaac shows up in like the third act of the movie. And he's not in the movie long enough for that to be worth it. And Oscar Isaac does his freaking best to try to save this movie, but it does not work. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know. But I guess let's start positive here. And the first thing I'll say is I don't think the performances are an issue in this movie. I think that they don't have much... I mean, they're they're doing what they're being directed to do, and I think they're doing a good job of it. I think they did good in their roles for the most part. I mean, Matt Damon was fine. It's just... I There's nothing... I don't know. Like, if if I don't care about the characters, I'm gonna not. I'm I'm not gonna love the performances, especially when there's. I, I don't know. It's just there's not anybody that 
I'm gonna say, oh, he's the antagonist, he's the good guy. There's there's no there's none of that. They're just are a bunch of awful people, you know, and they're all acting fine in that, but it's just like there's nothing I mean, Os- like I said, Oscar Isaac is my favorite part of the movie. I think he did a great job. When he came in, there was an energy that came into the movie and it kind of leaned a little bit more into the comedic aspects. But I mean, I liked his character, but it just kind of like, and he kind of came out of nowhere, and it kind of felt like a different movie when he came in. No, but that's so, what I'm saying. Know. But that's a good thing because the yeah, movie we were watching I mean, was so, bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was it was it was bad. Like I I didn't even know why these characters did what they did. Honestly, that's why I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah, and it sucks because we can't really get into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I would say the performances. I mean, I'll agree with you. The performances for the most part is fine. I mean, there's not really a problem with the no, the, yeah, with the with the cinematography. I would say. I agree. I actually kind of liked the way this movie shot. It's framed really interesting. Yeah, right? and it's a great. And I'm gonna go ahead and say that it, it, you know, the set is great. This, you know, it had production an amazing design. set. Yeah. yeah, the production design was great. Costumes were great. You know, I'll say the technical aspects was great, but I say the, what really screws this movie is probably the direction. Agreed. It's the direction. It's the script. Yeah. Those two. Those are two major things, and that is one of the that that is the problem with this movie. Yeah. I you really, want to like said, yeah I mean like Carlos said I really I really didn't even care for any of the characters except for the kid yeah uh and, and now I completely agree with you that the biggest problem is the direction honestly I think George Clooney I don't know what he was again I don't know what his vision was and if I can't tell the director's job is to get the his vision of the script across on the screen but if I can't tell what your vision was that means you're not doing your job. <laughs> I, I, and I don't want to sound like I'm completely crapping on George Clooney. I think he is a capable director. Um, he has done good work before. The prime example being Good Night and Good Luck. I love that movie. It's a great movie. But here, I don't... Maybe he can't do comedies? I, maybe he's done one before that I've missed. I don't know. But from what I'm getting here, I don't know. Again, I think this was supposed to be a dark comedy, but I don't no it's just it this you're right the direction is a major problem here the script doesn't really tell you like you were saying about why anybody wants to do anything that they're doing and i one thing i do want to praise about this movie is i and, and then i'll let you go um or let you continue but the one thing I do want to praise, and I think that it's going to get some praise for, is the movie's message. I think that it has a very poignant message, but it's very blunt. I don't even, I don't even get the message either. Oh, okay. Well, we can talk about that uh, after, but I, it has a message about um, racism and how it can distract from actual problems or, or like... You know how people's racist attitudes can distract from what's really bad in their neighborhood. Yeah, but neighborhoods. I was way more intrigued. Okay, okay, that's one another negative. Like, I was way more intrigued than what was going on there. Exactly. What was going on in the in the actual murders? Because it was just so. It just felt like two completely different stories. Yes, but I and it, I don't know. And why I agree with you. I agree with you, but in a way, I think that was the point. But at the same time, it's very blunt in its message. It's not subtle whatsoever, which is problematic. It's not like a negative necessarily. Movies can be straightforward when it comes to what they're trying to say. That's fine. 
but I, again, going back to the writing, going back to the direction, it's put together very well because there is that very distinct feeling of we're watching two completely separate movies. And yeah, one of them's more interesting than the other, and it's not the main story. <laughs> but again, I think that's kind of what they're going for, so I'm not going to hold this too much against them. And I, again, I do think that this is something about the movie that will be praised and probably has been praised. But uh, it's not enough. And honestly, if everything else surrounding what you're trying to say in your movie is not good, then it doesn't matter what you're trying to say in your movie because you surrounded it with crap. But anyway, what 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 do you got, Ozzy? Yeah, I mean, that was a major negative because I was just like, why are we focusing on this when the story is this? I mean, not that I have a problem, but it's not the main. It's a problem when I focus more on the side story than the actual story that you're actually trying to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, another problem that I had with the movie, mm-hmm. there's just so many coincidental things going on in this movie. Like, there's a scene where Matt Damon is riding, like, the bicycle that you oh, see in the trailer, yeah. and something happens. And I was just like, that is so, that is such, like, that's such a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Such a coincidence. I didn't like that scene whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's just so many problems with this movie. Like, I mean, I would say, like, deeper thoughts into it, but there's just so, it's spoiler territory. I wouldn't recommend this movie, honestly. It's no. mismarket yeah. direction. You don't know what the heck he's talking, you don't know what he's trying to get across. I didn't even understand that. I didn't even get the message until you just said it to me, Carlos. It's a problem. So yeah. I would not recommend this movie at all. I'm giving this movie a two. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to give it a three. I, it's it's a bad movie. It really is. There's no, <laughs> there's no way around it. It's just I don't understand what they were trying to do with the tone. It's just it's all over the place. It's a disaster. And... It's, yeah, I've never been so confused by a movie's tone and by what the movie was just even trying to be genre-wise, uh, honestly. Yeah. It's, uh, I, this movie it's kind of baffles me. Disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Disappointing. You have a great yeah. cast and you have a good director and this is what we get. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> We're moving on. This movie. All right. Well... That's it for reviews, and we would, I think we still have one more movie that came, or we have two more movies that came out this weekend, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but the thing is with Jigsaw, you know, Carlos and I really haven't seen the whole franchise. I'm going to try and, to watch the first one and then watch Jigsaw, but I've heard Jigsaw's not good, so it kind of makes me not want to do it, but at the same time, I'm like, eh, why not? <laughs> the first one was alright. I think I saw the first one, but I saw the first one years ago. Yeah, I've never seen it, so I need to watch it. <sighs> I, I really don't know whether to... I mean, it's it's 2017, you know, the golden age of prequels, sequels, 30-year sequels. It's a great year for horror, to be honest, so maybe, but I, I'm not getting my hopes up, so... <laughs> All right, uh, you wanna? We're gonna move into TV. We're gonna talk about our highs and lows of TV this week. And do you want to start, Ozzy, with your highs and lows? Okay, my low. I'm fine. <laughs> um, my high is probably gonna be The Walking Dead. It's just great to have The Walking Dead back. It's such a such a great thing. It, it, we're in that Halloween season. 
we get we get the Walking Dead back, and it's 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 been a great uh, you know just a really that's that that watching the Walking Dead gave me the Halloween um, feels, kind of mm-hmm. gave me the Halloween feeling, and it's great, you know, it's great to be reminded that you know we're in the fall time, and we have we have walkers, so I loved it, and I think it was great to really see Rick taunt Negan. Um, and maybe, hey, maybe you could talk about The Walking Dead in this episode a little bit because we do have time. I know we really didn't talk about the last episode. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I personally liked it. Uh, so that's my hot take. If, if there could be, like, a middle, like, meh, <laughs> then that would probably be where I'd put The Walking Dead. I think it's good. I just, I, I don't know. I, I wanted a little bit more when it comes to just the energy and what actually happens in the episode. But... I, I I think it was solid. It was a good start. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't really have too much. I mean, my biggest thing is I don't need these flash-forwards whatsoever on any level. And uh, I guess spoilers for this episode, by the way. Uh, yeah, if you haven't watched The Walking Dead. But it's... I, I don't know. I don't need these flash-forwards. I don't need them because it tells me who's alive. And then... I don't need it because it interrupts the action. So there's just on multiple different levels. I do not need these flash forwards. Get them out of my life. That's all. That's my biggest problem with the episode. Okay. But I I like the action. You know, I hope Gabriel dies because I don't care about him. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's that's my biggest thing. Uh, All right, dude. What is your positive (laughs) belief? All right. Positive. So bad, man. My man Gabriel getting corrupt on every time. <laughs> he's, he's fine. Whatever. Uh, I man, if like I'm trying to like him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what, man? I, I like you. I like you. It's yeah. Fine. And then everybody's like, kill Gabriel. I'm just like, yo, stop. He's not that bad. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, if I, I'm trying to think because, like I said. I normally, I would normally watch my TV that came out on Thursday and Friday, or Wednesday and Thursday on Friday, but because of Stranger Things weekend, (laughs) I watched just Stranger Things, so I didn't watch too, too much TV here, but I guess my, my high would probably be, I don't want to say things that I've already said, but I, I kind of have to, so I'll probably go with either The Deuce or This Is Us. I mean, they're both great shows. If you're not watching either of them, you should be watching them. They're great television. HBO's killing it with The Deuce. And obviously, This Is Us is the best network show around. But actually, you know what? I, I'm going to I want. I'm gonna say Supergirl for my positive, actually. And that's... I we watch ca- it. Was it really good? Yes, I actually really liked it. We went to Mars, and we met john jones's father and that was really cool and the coolest aspect of that and one probably i mean the episode is solid overall it's not amazing obviously but you know these cw shows rarely are they're always kind of when they're good they're just good at this point but my biggest like the one of the biggest like fanboy kind of moments i've had in a while was when i heard his father speak because it's Martian Manhunter from Justice League doing the voice. Oh wow! Yeah, I was like, I was like, is that 
And then I looked it up. I'm like, oh my gosh, it is. It's the guy who voiced Martian Manhunter on Justice League. So yeah, that was a great kind of... I, I really like those casting type things. They've done that on the CW shows for a while now. Um, and Supergirl's been doing it more recently. I mean, Erica Durant's got... They recast Supergirl's mom in the show, and it was Erica. They cast Erica Durant, who played Lois Lane on Smallville. So they just do a lot of these fan service kind of casting things, and I, I I enjoy them. I know they're silly and they don't really mean anything, but I enjoy them. And that was probably the one I've enjoyed the most that they've done recently. So that's definitely something I wanted to give a shout out to, and that's definitely one of my highs of the week. So. All right. Do you have any more highs, or do you want to talk lows? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say probably. Uh, let me see if I can find the, the high here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say okay, I can, I can, I can. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say, I mean, starting with Arrow. I mean, I'll say Arrow. I mean, it's nice to see that Oliver and Felicity are back. I mean, like, I don't root for them. I haven't watched it, but. I don't root for them. Sorry, Carlos. Oh, you're Sorry, good. I it for you. No, you're good. But, um, yeah, they do end up getting back together this season, and I like kind of the dynamic and everything, and I like how Oliver kind of explains, you know, why he needs Felicity, and it's really great to kind of see Oliver kind of be like a father and, and learning how to be a father. It's a nice, it's a nice twist of things. Now, switching it over to the negative side, I, I just don't like Diggle being the Green Arrow. I <laughs> I just I can't. And the fact that the show thought that this would be a good decision, I no, it's just it's not working out. And the fact that he has sort of like a he hesitates now, and there's something that happens. I'm not gonna spoil that for you, Carlos. I want you to watch that. So wait, are we still doing the him having? gun shy like he doesn't want to shoot anything even though he's yeah, the arrow but, yeah Ugh. but i mean he can't really shoot an arrow so that's no oh problem gosh. what are we doing and i don't the, get what they're going I, I don't, for I, and i don't understand like this detective like she's she works for the fbi and she just barges in all of a sudden she's like okay well, i don't care i'm here and i still think that you're arrow or whatever i'm just like dude like like if they're gonna really go for this you need to give somebody compelling, not this FBI detective who's a dick. Like I don't even like her, and I don't. I don't even know if that's her, what her character's supposed to be, or if that's how the actress. Oh man! Like, I don't. I don't know whose decision that is, but it's bad, and the actress isn't even good. So it just it makes it worse every time. <laughs> it's almost like Oliver's a nice guy, you know? Like yeah, yeah. He's brooding, and yeah, he's really serious, but he's a nice guy. Like, he'll be like, hey, you did a good job, whatever. You're just being a dick. <laughs> like, there's no reason to be a dick to him at all. Uh, I think Quentin, when Quentin was trying to, when Quentin was trying to figure out who he was, I, I was reading, you know, you liked Quentin, and, it, you know, Quentin, yeah, he was being a douchebag, but he was way more believable than the freaking FBI director. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. that's FBI detective. I'm sorry that I'm going on a rant. <laughs> but that's good. the truth. And there's also another dumb moment in Arrow where this girl, like the villain, she throws these balls and then everybody around her dies, but she's still alive. I was just like, what? 
oh, I was like, this is going to be a bad episode. And for the most part, it was. I'm not looking forward um, to this. Yeah, but but yeah, you're, you're going to just, just watch it. Just watch All it. Right. <laughs> um, as for the Flash positive, Wally leaves so hyped. I don't have to hear Kid Flash for God knows how long. So that's a high? God. <laughs> We're going back so to highs? Excited. Oh, yeah. I just had to mention it. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, I think I think Eric was probably, like, my, my biggest. <laughs> All right. My biggest. Uh, my biggest low, though. All right. This is a really, <clears throat> really bad episode. My, <clears throat> excuse me. One of my lows is, I, I guess, really my only low. I mean, Another kind of middle type thing would be The Gifted. It wasn't the best episode. I still, that doesn't like negate how good the show's been so far. So if you haven't watched it yet, you need to watch it. It's good. It's good television. It's better than these CW shows. So there's no reason you should be watching it. Or shouldn't be watching it if you're watching these CW shows. Anyway, uh, it's... Sorry. <laughs> really good you need to watch it um my but but it was an okay episode it wasn't like it's best episode uh, but that's fine when you have a network long television show you're gonna have meh episodes it happens now my real negative or my real low is probably gonna be blacklist i just don't care anymore i i they need to do something to make me care about what's going on i, I think we're getting way too much tom is basically the protagonist of this show right now what are we doing like blacklist redemption didn't work for a reason because nobody freaking cares tom's a good character but you can't make him the lead and right now he basically is i i uh, i think they have an interesting idea with kind of making liz make questionable decisions but i, I was just watching this episode and i'm like half paying attention because they're not giving me a reason to pay attention I, I don't know. It's whatever. I They need to do something to regain my attention. Where is the show that got me hooked off the premiere? You know? I, I yeah, need I that back. So that's yeah, my I mean, low right now. Yeah, I understand. It's <clears throat> It's been disappointing as of late. And it's go, it goes back to last season, too. It's just... I mean, last season was fine. It had good moments, and it got going once we got into the season. And maybe that's the same... Okay, same with what's going on right yeah, now. But you but can't have like, you exactly. Can't, you can't expect the show to carry on like that. Yeah, I mean, your fans to still follow you after stuff like this. I mean, this is just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and... I mean, yes, Red, Red Raymond Reddington is is a great character, and yes, you know James Spader plays him amazing, and yes, we're rooting for them. But at the same time, you know, it gets to a point where you know, you know, we we can't just focus on him the whole entire time. Like you give us like four five six different characters and it's just another blacklister another blacklister another blacklister like give yeah. us something yeah it's i, I, I don't know they need to do something uh and then i guess another low would kind of be i mean it's not really low but just the fact that there's no brooklyn 99 this week kind of sucks to be honest that was just like oh man it's so good and they're coming off one of the, the what a lot of people are and i don't know I, w- I would need to go back and watch the halloween episodes but a lot of people are saying the last halloween this halloween episode is the best episode or the best halloween episode they've ever done and that's that's a bold statement because the halloween episodes are amazing 
And I don't know if I would go that far, but it was a great one. And, oh, man, to not have it this week, really, oh, man, I really wanted it. And I was like, dang it, not on this week. <laughs> Cry. Um, it's so good. So <laughs> I guess this is a good week if you're not if you're not caught up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine to get caught up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine because, man, it is good. So good. One of the more underrated, underappreciated comedies on TV. All right. Yeah, I still haven't, I still haven't really watched a lot of it, but yeah, I mean, from what you're telling me, I might. I, I highly might, recommend I it. Up. I think you. there's so many characters that, even if you're not a big Andy Samberg fan, there's so many characters in the show that you will just fall in love with. They're so good. All right. I might, I might. You're right about New Girl, so I might, I might take you up on this, uh, on this one. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, like we said, it's going to be a, sh- a bit of a shorter episode, and that is fine because every once in a while, you know, we just got to mix it up with the length of these episodes. We don't need to stick yeah. to the hour format every time. Yeah, and on top of that, I don't want to hear any complaints. You know, next time, you know, we give you an hour long episode. So. <laughs> And I'm trust me, the next one's gonna be an hour, probably plus, if we're being honest, because we're gonna talk Stranger Things and one to two movies. So uh, you're gonna get a lot next episode. (laughs) Oh yeah, don't forget, do not forget, guys. We are also doing well. They're doing Rebels recap. Yes, Rebels Re... Oh, that's going to be on the next... Up- Jeez, the next one's going to be long. Yeah, so... That's why <laughs> I am glad The Walking Dead... Check it out. Recaps are on YouTube. Yes, Walking Dead recaps on YouTube. And uh, Jesse has just started a new video series on our YouTube channel, so you need to t- check that out. It is... I believe it's called Star Wars Through the Eyes of an Innocent. He has... He got one of his friends, actually one of our fans... Chucky and Chucky had never seen a single Star Wars movie. So what Jesse did was he sat Chucky down this summer and showed him every Star Wars movie and then got his initial thoughts on it on video. And now those videos are finally being released. And the first one, which is his reactions to Star Wars Episode 4 A New Hope, just went online on our YouTube channel recently i believe on friday so you definitely need to go and check that out because it is great stuff all righty all right you want to sign us out ozzy yes i do carlos what do you recommend oh recommendations i completely forgot about recommendations i don't really do you have anything (laughs) i don't really have any you you caught me stranger Things 2 is so good right now that I can't wait to freaking finish it. So watch Stranger Things Season 2. It is out. It came out October 27th. Watch Stranger Things Season 2. Yeah, and you should watch it because (laughs) you need to be prepared for a spoiler review on Wednesday. So watch it by Wednesday so you can listen to the entire episode. You will not regret it. All yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly really sorry that I caught you off guard. You definitely caught me off guard because I'm still <laughs> trying to, like, I'm still like, oh my gosh, what do I recommend? What do I recommend? <laughs> uh, but I guess, I, I don't I don't really know. Oh, I know. I definitely know. And it's a movie I have recommended before, but I'm going to recommend one final time. This is the last time I'm going to recommend it, I promise. But I need you people to watch it. <laughs> And that is what we do in the shadows. 
you need oh, to watch okay. this. I thought it was Sing Street. No. Uh, well, that you can always watch <laughs> Sing Street because it's one of the, it's amazing. Watch Sing Street. But what we do in the shadows, you need to watch this movie. It'll compl- it'll prepare you for what you're about to get in Thor Ragnarok. It'll give you a sense for Taika Watiki's his sense of humor and how he approaches comedy and from what we're getting out of all the early reactions to Thor this movie is going to be really funny but I think it'll help to have an understanding of what the director's sense of humor is so I highly recommend this movie it's a very funny movie but it's one you I really think you should watch before you go into Thor Ragnarok just so you can kind of know what you're getting into when it comes to what kind of humor we're probably going to get in this movie and you'll probably be looking forward to thor even more after you watch it you need to watch this movie so that's my recommendation as we ramp up towards thor ragnarok i can't freaking wait (laughs) all right now you want to sign us out Ozzy. Yes, I do. Carlos, where can people find you on social media? All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. And of course, you can follow us all over social media, all at Screenfellows Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and our website as well. We got reviews on there as well. So definitely go and check all of that out. All right, and you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. Also, check out the youtube channel it's also where you can find me but if you guys want to send me any recommendations if you guys want to send any topics that you think carlos should talk about please feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellows.com carlos are you ready for yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> guys we hope you enjoyed the show please feel free to listen and subscribe on itunes google play or soundcloud Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, like I just said, check out the YouTube channel. Also, check out the website. We have some great reviews on there as well. This is Screen, fellas. Bye.